There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, Lori and Julia Show here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us. Got an interesting email here from Nicole. We were talking about Richard Branson's Adults Only Cruises and that it's 18 plus. And I said, well, the the drinking age at sea is 18. She clarified, she says, cruises that originate in the United States have a 21-year-old drinking age at all times on the ship. Well, then I'm a little confused because these ships are leaving out of Miami. Well, well, so how could it be? Well, an adult is 18. You can vote, and you can't drink till you're 21. Yeah. Not everyone drinks. Cruises so. out of Europe and Mexico, it's 18. Cruises right. out of the U.S., 21. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm all confused. right, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say. Nothing. I'm, we're past 21, and we're really not too worried about uh, anything else, right? Yes. Ex- yeah, Lori. <laughs> true that. Okay, so. We must talk about this. So I'm watching this morning. Um, watch, watch what happens live. You so know, did I. I didn't watch mm-hmm. it last night, and it was I was like, oh, Laverne Cox is on, and Titus Burgess and Laverne Cox from Orange Is the New Black, and Titus Burgess, the Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, and he also pops up in dramatic acting roles. Oh yeah, and he's got a new album that came out, and he was like on Good Morning America yeah, singing yeah, and Stephen he, Colbert last he's week. He's just kind of a delightful person. I get quite so. He I was is. like, okay, this is going to be kind of a good show to watch and put makeup on to. Mm-hmm. And so let's play during the show a conversation between Andy Cohen and Titus. Got well, it gets a little tense toward the end. Of the conversation, but it starts out good where Cohen, Andy asked him about uh, working with Eddie Murphy on a recent movie. So here we go. Um, Titus, we got a text from Danielle T. Uh, wanting to know the funniest or craziest thing Eddie Murphy's done on set of your new movie. How cool that you you're making a movie, a movie with, with Eddie. I did a movie with Eddie Murphy. Wow. It's called uh, My Name is Dolomite. It comes out in the fall. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We just got into the uh, Toronto uh, International Film Festival. Wow. Yeah. Was he cool um, to work with? He was he... wonderful to work with. He is a brilliant man, and I'm so excited that uh, for all the people who, younger generations who do not know Eddie Murphy, yes. will learn why he is a legend that he is. Did you get to chat with him at all? Because he was very... Of course I did. Why was... wouldn't I? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, no, I just wonder if you got close at all, because he was very problematic for the gays at one point when I was coming Oh, up. I see. Like... He wasn't problematic for Titus. Good. Um, oh, and, I uh, see. we had a wonderful oh, time. And we, people yeah, can evolve. Was. Talked good. about Dreamgirls and, and oh, good. should have won the Oscar, I believe. Yes. So uh, he was great. And any troubles he may have had with gay people, I guess, are gone because he loved me. Good. <laughs> 
Very good. It's game time, everybody. And then, and then Titus just kind of gives Andy this eye roll, just sort of up and down, because what Andy was alluding to was, you know... He famously wrote in his memoir, Most Talkative, that he was traumatized in high school after attending one of Murphy's stand-up shows with his friends where every other word out of his mouth was a gay slur. Well, I, I mean, Eddie Mur. I mean, all those comedians back yes. in the 80s were totally... All of them would be considered... People would raise their eyebrows at all of that. So, But he was bringing up... Like, his Titus gave him Toronto Film Festival... You My know, name is Dolomite. Yeah, I mean, anyway, so anyway, Titus was not having, he kind of looked at Andy and then off camera um, said something to somebody out of the side of his mouth and, and Andy, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, no, keep going. So uh, Titus on Insta this morning. And it's already deleted from his account. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. She can be a messy queen. Yes, I said it. Don't care, he knows either. He should remember his talk show isn't an episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. He, He's talking he about Andy Cohen. Yeah, it's a place where artists come to talk about art and have a little fun. Not a place to rehash old rumors or bring a star in negative press. Sunday was a display of ratchet behavior by a well-connected man having blatant disregard for one of his guests. If only time were taken to know who I am and not assuming I am the character I play on TV, he would know how to conduct a proper interview with at all. I received four Emmy noms for acting, not for being myself. He was lucky I had my wits and Christian values that day. Always keep it classy. Being friends with other talented celebrities doesn't make you talented. It makes you friends with other famous celebrities. He should rip a page from Anderson Cooper and learn how to do his job. Wow. Um, and so this and people is, were tweeting the show like that. That was the most awkward sort well, of a thing. It was because he was really saying how excited he was to be able to work on this movie. And which that is, people were going to meet Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And then he's like, well, you know, he was problematic for the gays. As if to say, like, Titus is going to like be in some kind of kind of, oh, I'm gay. And so, uh, like, he, we can never forgive him for his stand up act from 1980. Or, you know, and whenever, he apologized did, uh, in the 90s, too, about Eddie everybody. Murphy. I know, yes. I know. Yeah. Well, let me just go on uh. to say this. Okay, so Titus has taken it down from yeah. his Instagram, but on Monday morning, Andy Cohen touched on his appearance on his serious radio show. Oh, he did. Andy did Cohen lied. it was uh, here's, awkward? Here's what he said. He said, he wasn't having me. What can I tell you? From the jump, I was trying, but no idea. And Cohen said tensions with, with um, Titus Burgess, 40, even carried over backstage. He ran out of there did not sign the guest book he ran out he was like he knows i was here that's what he said to the person who asked him to sign the guest book it was something else all right the host then brought up another moment from the show in which burgess appeared to snap at cohen when he brought up the musical adaptation of the preacher's wife he'd been working on and this is what Andy Cohen is saying now, okay? I wonder if Titus is good friends with Kathy Griffin and didn't want to go on the show in the first damn place. I don't know. He said, I think that was <laughs> the first moment that he was pissed. I said, oh, you wrote the musical for the pre- pre- preacher's wife. And then I said, I didn't know that. That's a great idea. And then Titus said, you talked about it two other times on this show. And I was like, ugh, I think that was the first point. 
Well, and yeah, then he says, Andy, come and Andy on. says this. I've done 1300 episodes. Forgive me for forgetting you wrote the musical about the preacher's wife. Whoa. By the way, I still think it's a great idea. Well, I'm still excited to talk about it. I was being supportive, but yes, I had forgotten. I'm sorry that I forgot about your upcoming project. I know I shouldn't have forgotten. Oh, little bitchy. I like the guy. <laughs> I ran into him in a bar in Harlem like eight months ago, and we had a really nice talk. So I don't know. In the end, Cohen didn't appear to be taking it too hard. He said he made an entertaining show. I'll tell you that. Sometimes it's fun to watch this show when the guests hate the host. Yeah. Well, it'll be a good episode of what what happened on Watch What Happens Live from the... They have these producers, Donnie, these two producers that talk about... The show. Oh, there's an after show sort of thing? Well, it's on it's it's a half hour show on Andy's, you know, he's got the channel. Yeah, yeah. And where they talk about like sort of what behind the scenes or how they come up because he is like, you know, I mean, there must be fifteen, twenty people producing that show. Oh, yeah. Working on that show. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And one of the beautiful things about Andy is in his shadiness is he asks questions we want to know answers to. I wouldn't have asked that I, Eddie no, Murray. This that wouldn't have come up at all. I'm, I would never this lean is over not and appropriate. say, this has been problematic for us women. or us. I mean, that whole, that was like really, I, that came out of left field. Well, that it was, did. I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm saying this was an yeah. error in his judgment 100%. But it sounds like he got it, like it, Titus was, you know, like he was offended that he... Asked him, you know, didn't know that yeah. he'd written The Preacher's Wife. And I guess, you know, that's like not the greatest fact that's going to linger in your head. No, I know. Not like my great explanation of the mo- why the vaginal rejuvenation oh, is boy. called the Mona oh, Lisa. Why yeah. not? It's memorable. Oh, yeah. Listen to our first. I mean, really, that should be a promo, Donnie. But because uh, it's no, vaginal rejuvenation, yeah. I'm sure we're going to be promo censored. I don't make yeah, those decisions. You're so <laughs> yeah, no, they're anti-badge with the bromos. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie's gonna come in. No, just and stop she's, it. Wants, she's gonna be on one side of the <laughs> really? badge picket line. Lori's gonna go to the vulva. Anti-badge around here, and boy, <laughs> there we go. I know yeah. it. You know how there's that uh, one show on our sta- wonderful station lineup who cr- tries to think that Shamila is not for real? Which one is that? Shamila? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know which one. Um, Sean Mendes and Camilla. Uh-huh. I call them Shamila. Shamila. I don't know uh-huh. what other people call them, but yeah. that's what I call them. Because their love is real. And I know we've all gotten used to the celebrities being on the down low. So whenever anyone is real out loud with your love, everyone goes, oh, it's fake, it's fake, it's fake. Because that's what we've gotten used to is people are like, oh, I want to be quiet with my romance, blah, blah, blah. But they have been inseparable since that song came out. They were just together in L.A. and San Francisco. She was in Salt Lake City. This weekend, they were all over Tampa interacting with fans, kissing, can't keep their hands off of each other, blah, blah, blah. So this is where the cynicism comes in. People go, if it was a real romance, they wouldn't be doing this. But here's the thing. Uh You can either sit in your hotel room and make, you know, like, here's the deal. They're at that stage where they are, they can't keep their hands off the each best. other. It's so fun. It's so fun. Okay, so you can stay in your room and have room service and lay around and watch stuff, or you can go out and be with the world and just put your love on display. 
So do you stay indoors or do you go outside? Because if you go outside, everyone will say in Hollywood, your love isn't real. You're being too real about it. When in fact, they just, Shamila is at that stage where they can't keep their hands off each other. Well, I, see, I think it's, at first blush, it, it appeared it could have it's been manufactured. It's young love. It's no, so it, intense. Yes, but it, originally it thought it seemed maybe manufactured. But I know, but Shamila is real. They are okay. everywhere, and they are kissing, and they are letting fans. They're talking to fans, <laughs> All right. and they legit can't keep their All tongues right. out of All each other's mouth or their hands <laughs> off of each other. All right. Look at the time. You're a minute into the... No, we got to go. We got to go. We'll be right back. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, all right, Holly, it's Monday. We're feeling pretty perky for our first uh, Dirt Alert of the Week. Yes, so let's sniff out some gossip. Now, we're going to start with a notable obituary from over the weekend. Now, you may not know the name Rusi Taylor, but you definitely knew her voice. She has been the voice of Minnie Mouse for over 30 years, and she passed away over the weekend on Friday at the age of 75. Hi, 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 right? Minnie Mouse's hi, hi, hi voice. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I thought, you, I I thought we were going to play it, that would, but that would be too... I have no idea. too obvious. Lori is wound up on this Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, uh, Rusi Taylor also, in addition to doing the voice of Minnie Mouse for over 30 years, was a notable voice on such shows as The Simpsons. Now, Donnie, I think you have a little sample oh, of that. one of Rusi Taylor's main voices on The Simpsons. Am I right? Of course you, you are. Right. I know. Right. She played Martin Prince. Oh, I'm sorry, Bart. I'm unfamiliar with the rules of your sport. I didn't want to interfere with a ball in play. <laughs> so there. Well, back to the forecastle of the Pequod. Such oh. a high voice. Yeah. Little Martin Prince. Now, Rusi Taylor. Is that a little boy? That's yes. a little, little boy, boy Martin Prince. We don't have any yep. idea. Yeah. She also did the voice of Uter, who is also a little boy on The Simpsons. Oh. But she did a lot of these young little boy voices, as a lot of voice actors do. Many of the young boys that you hear on cartoons that. are women. Are women. I didn't really. That. Yes. Like Tommy Pickles from Rugrats is voiced by a woman named E.G. Daly. There's like a group. Does of- that pay good money to do this kind of work? I mean, does that like give you like a nice lifestyle in Beverly Hills? Well, and you don't have to dress up and to no do one it. And you do, no one knows who you are. Exactly. Seems like it would be fun. Remember when we first started oh, and we had that, that woman who played Donnie? Remember her? She came in from L.A. Yes, we had uh, Yardley. Uh, yeah. What's her last name? Is it Smith? Yardley Smith, Smith who plays it, Lisa. Yeah, Lisa on The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the thing with voiceover acting is like there's a group of about maybe a couple dozen people that do tons and of tons. voices. And, and Rusi Taylor was one of them. Uh, in addition to all of those characters, she was on DuckTales. She was the voice of Strawberry yeah. Shortcake. Because there and, is acting yes. in your... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
your voice with all, I guess, oh, all the way you have course. to inflect and all of that. They make it seem easy, though, right? They make it seem easy. And you need to be able to pronounce words. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. But one of the fun things about Rusi Taylor is that she was married to the man who did the voice of Mickey Mouse. Really? She voiced Minnie Mouse. He voiced Mickey Mouse. And the two of them met in the hallway at Walt Disney oh. Productions when she was going to do a voice for Minnie Mouse on That's Totally cute. Minnie. That and is the cutest meat story yep. ever. Isn't it, though? They were both <sighs> married at the time when they met each whoa, other in the hallway. Whoa. They both allowed their uh, relationships to end uh-huh. naturally without uh-huh. having organically. a Mickey, organically, mm-hmm. a Mickey and Minnie affair. But then after both of their marriages ended, they got together and they secretly got married because they didn't want to be, oh, look, Mickey and Minnie Mouse got yeah. married. They got married in 1991, and they stayed married together uh, until, before, he, passed until he passed away in 2009. So, Aww. Yes. That really is the cutest me cute story. You can't make that up. You can't. No. You cannot make that up. Can we give a congratulations to Lil Nas X here? Yes. Did he break the musical record? He just he broke did. the record today. So he now has the longest running number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in music history. Woo! With Old Town Road, it has 17 weeks at number one. It just surpassed Mariah Carey's One Sweet Day featuring Boys to Men. It's unbelievable. I, I really hope that little Naz has uh, good 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 people around him and that he's not like, you know, getting taken advantage of. He's so young and the money is flowing in right now. Well, do you think Billy Billy Bob or whatever his name is, um, Billy Ray Cyrus Billy and Ray Miley, Cyrus. Yeah, did do you think a performance? They're giving him some good guidance. I think they are, and I also want to you know say I mean? he's mm-hmm. gonna send Mariah flowers, which I hope he does. He said, if I ever pass her, I'll send her flowers and invite her to do a remix. That's right, <laughs> because yeah. everybody mm-hmm. is doing a remix to Old Town oh, Road. Oh, they are. Oh God, that everyone is the thing. Everybody's doing it. That's we why. haven't done it. Well, I wanted to sing it on Friday, but you guys poo pooed me because we, we need remixing, Julia. <laughs> we can't sing that no. live. Do you know we the need audio some when we sing along is so low? Someone could hear whisper, 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 and that would be you. They, Donnie. Cuts out our... Yeah, I stopped singing at the high parts. No, Laura, you didn't even sing at all, and you always pick the song, and she stands two feet back from that thing and just... Oh, you're bitter, Betty, for a Monday. That's because Mona you Lisa. All the the songs. Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That's a good uh, seed of an idea, Julia. I think that there are people who work here at My Talk who may be able to make the Lori and Julia Old Town Rome re- remix actually happen where you can hear the vocals. Yeah, where we could do it. I'm up for it. Let's I'm up for it, but I need production. Let's, well, send Rocco a note right now. I'm hoping he's listening Lori, so I don't expect, have to do no, that. No, so she'll expect me to send it because no, she'll just send it there and voice it out loud Julia, and of I'm course ju- i'm doing a t-bell i'm doing it right now <laughs> ah, all right so that's happening julia's sending the note of and- course i am i am her can we stop assistant. thinking out loud right now and listen to focus what focus. did you just do you said we need to produce it <laughs> and now back to home and right. back to our regularly scheduled yes, program, program. Sorry, all right so uh we want to give a congratulations to elton john as well on twitter he hey, uh, whoops Sorry. Celebrated 29 years of sobriety. 
That's amazing. It's it is amazing. amazing. He has been sober since 1990, and he tweeted, I was a broken man. I finally summoned the courage to say three words that would change my life. I need help. And he said, thank you to all the selfless people who have helped me on my journey through sobriety. I am eternally grateful. And I mean, that just makes it, seeing Rocket Man just brings back all oh, the poignancy of that movie. 100%. That better not get lost in Oscar shuffle with our guy. You know, Are you thinking Car- out loud right now? No, I'm not, oh. but I'm just saying, you know. He, Karen Edgerton? So yes. If he has a good publicist yeah. and the studio backs him, that will be the key for people to remember his performance yeah, in that. and that was just such an inspiring, you know, Elton's life story is it so was. inspiring. And he's still going and doing and creating. and He's phenomenal. I just saw him a couple of years ago. I was stunned at how good yeah. Elton John was. Yeah. I guess I wasn't expecting we, it. Right. You were we, thinking he might dial it in or something. We were tainted by that first concert that we ever went to that we did we quoted as an old person's concert because everyone sat down for the first time at the concert. It was Billy Joel at Target and, Center and, and Elton John. John. And Lori and I were like oh. dancing. We were dancing and shamed. Uh-huh. Sit down. Oh, we couldn't no. believe it. I said, oh my God, these people are officially old. That's what we call it. Our first old it. person concert. Yeah, we And that was 20 years ago. It was that long yeah. ago, And so Lori? those guys, Elton, I mean, they would have been in their 50s, right? I, I mean, was shamed in the sake. front row of Santana. Sit for, down. For, in the front in row. In the front row. Yes. I I hope you kept shaking your booty. I did. Was that this weekend? No, it was almost 20 years ago. Oh. And you know what? Here's the story. Santana reached down and gave me his pick. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex now. To the people at home. I'm glad to be letting everybody know that by Googling sex has stayed at the same $5 billion Google searches for a long, long time. I mean, I'm just saying. This it's, is this is the interest has stayed steady. People are still wanting to know about sex. That's right. This makes five me happy. Billion. Okay. Five billion. Okay, a lot of hits. Isn't that a lot of hits? Yes. Yeah. How could you read that number? Or did they write it out? I had Holly whisper it to me. <laughs> what number is that? That's what you were doing. Yeah. She's like, what number is this? Yeah. So, you know, anyway, five <laughs> billion. Whereas compared to a hundred million for Brad Pitt. You know, just to give you an idea. Yeah. All right. Of the comparison. Now, um, you got a new phone, Julia. I did. I just want you to know that uh Apple you, you it might, rips us off. Well, that, but Apple there it's r- routinely there's so many triggers. For turning on your phone and having Siri listen to you, even a zipper can trigger Siri. So Siri is, you know, the people that listen. Yeah, you know, um, because it's built, you know, blah, blah, blah. And of course, normally you have to say, hey, Siri, but the artificial intelligence often begins operating by mistake. A quality control a contractor told the Guardian the sound of a zip Surrey hears as a trigger. And, of course, Apple hires outside people around the world to listen in. And I've turned. Okay, can I just tell you, when you buy a new phone, mm-hmm. you have two weeks to bring it back, but, of course, you have to pay for the $50 restocking fee. Right. And when you buy a new phone, you have to, ch- you have to pay for not only the new phone, you have to pay 
for the upgrade to get a new phone, even if you're not getting an upgrade. This I, is why I those of us so, who love Android will never go Apple, Joy. And those of us who are, are Apple are screwed. Yes, and I can't go Android because I'm like, I don't have any, everything I own is Apple. Yeah, I know. And I just they've sat there. Got, they've, it's, and I'm like, of course it is. Of course there is. Yeah, of course yeah. there is. Every, yeah, like even on your chargers, you know, every charger for every phone I've ever had on Android all work on all the same. You know, you don't have to buy new I even, ones. I even, I mm-hmm. even, oh. Anyway, wow. but these recordings are happening and it's, it's. What does this have to do with sex? Well, just the, the, the people. Keep your phone in a different room. Well, the people that are paid by Apple to listen in case they do hear something, they are hearing people engaging in sexual acts, people talking to their doctors, drug dealers happening. Blah, blah, blah. See, thank you, Donnie. Oh, Siri just got activated. Anyway, if you're wondering, it's a zipper is the malfunction trigger with Siri. It's weird. Yeah. So, wow. Zipper. So she'll start listening. I guess right. if you were well, worried about a, somebody having a zipper that didn't stay up, <laughs> there might be a way to trigger Siri to be your detective. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, seriously. Interesting idea. Seriously. Put, I mean, put that little biatch to work really? for you if you got suspicions. Okay, now here is a little study okay. for you. Um, I'm this just is, looking under my Siri to turn her off. Yeah, this was published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior. And it is a new study. I don't think they could have just asked me or you or any number of women. Uh, it's found that three out of four women have at some point faked an orgasm. And that uh, quite often, uh, every third time they have sex. But this is the average age of 38. Okay. And here's what they studied with orgasm linkage as far as real and fake. I mean... Why the three out of four faking at some point orgasm, that That's, doesn't surprise anybody. No. You know, sometimes desperate measures are called for to help people along uh, the journey. The yes. journey yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of love. Of love. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And acting skills and everything can we be. We all are actors at some point in That's our life. That's right. But here's what they studied was that they wanted to study people who had considered themselves feminists and people who considered themselves anti-feminist. And uh, they said that the the participants who displayed anti-feminist values faked more orgasms in their lifetime. The ones that were anti-feminist. Because if a woman believed she had to have an orgasm in order for the man to feel good in bed, she was also more likely to pretend to reach the big O so he would feel better. Whereas, Sometimes uh, it's so they'll stop. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, everyone yeah. does it for a different reason. At some point, they're like, ah, oh, yeah. God, I'm good. I am so great. The study was like, well, basically, the reason why this happens is that there's hesitancy to communicate honestly and openly about sex because sometimes people, maybe the person you're having sex with, you know, it's it's not going to be anything, anything that more, you want to waste any time on that you need to even yeah. be honest you know yes. or and whatever sometimes in your life you're too insecure to even have the conversation that's depending right. on where you are in your life that's right don't you think that's absolutely joy there's all kinds of reason i say they've got more studying to do but they did study 463 
straight British women All right. for this study. Do you okay? have another study? I do. All right. All right. This one is really, I like this one because it's 68,000 people of All right. different sexual uh, orientations and gender identities. Uh, in, in 180 studies, they looked at an amalgamum okay. to find out. Now, they just isolated. We're going to get them one by one. They isolated straight women. No, this is all women. Didn't matter if you're uh, straight or uh, gay. What is the number? What is the thing that women look for in a partner regardless of sexual identity? A personality. The number one quality that they want. Kindness. Julia, bing, ding, 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 ding. You want someone who's kind and nice. All over the world, in every demographic, the most common quality desired by women was kindness. Um, And I guess if you've been navigating the world of dating for a while or even from a long time ago, you know that a sense of humor and sexual chemistry is great, uh, but it means nothing if something is rude, judgmental, dismissal, cruel. Completely agree. Yeah. Mean. But it's something that you might learn a little bit older. That is like a number one for me. Yeah. Because we we talked about this, how to describe with Danny, and you, you were like, everyone wants to sense you and all that. And I'm like, you got to have someone who's kind. Kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mean, there's nothing grosser than someone who's mean to people. Yeah. It, it's it's totally the grossest true. thing. It's and dismissive. And ah. everyone wants to be loved and treated kindly. Yes, and, we do. And uh, this was from, um, uh, she's Virginia Fitzman from the Kinsey Institute said, I love this quote. Kindness is rather like gravity, essential, but little noticed until it's gone. Given today's emphasis on looks and wealth, it may surprise people that kindness is a top desirable trait across the world. I tell you, that gives me hope. Well, I think it's... It gives me hope. Yeah, I think chivalry... Which feels sexist today, even saying it. But I think, but from, don't mistake kindness for chivalry. I'm not at all. Yeah. But I still think all of them should be around for everybody, no yeah. matter what your sexuality, sex is. Right. But sometimes people, you know, might not know all the manners. You know, maybe for whatever reason, how they grew up, but they're a very kind person. But they might ha- not have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're just their life circumstances. So, but yeah, the kindness. It's a big darn deal. 68,000 people, Julie, 180 different studies looked at to come up with that. I think so, that's, I really. It makes sense. It does. Yeah, it does make sense. So, anyway, yay. Go forth and be kind and get more sex. Okay, now. That's a way yes. to a woman's heart. Yeah, well, now for the or online daters, which it's just inevitable. It's something everyone just, will, you just, you got to do it, try just, it, do at it. At some don't. point in your life, if you want to be in a relationship of some sort, so you're gonna and have you're to alone. Go online. It's just the way it's 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 called time management, people. Yes, there's that mm-hmm. too, and it does. It's it's not anything to be afraid of, for heaven's sake. Oh, for crying out loud! I do remember, like when it first started out, like how'd you meet? Oh gosh, no, it's no, no big it's deal. No big deal. It's no big deal because we're all people are busy, and it does help, and you get good at it. But you got to practice that. It. It's like anything. By the way, I used to. Showing a girlfriend of mine who's single, she said, well, like, what would I say to that guy in that boat? I go, that hot guy right there in the red and white boat parked right behind us. Mm-hmm. 
She goes, yeah. I go, let me show you. And I take my spray on tanner. Mm-hmm. I walk down at the end of the dock. And I said, don't mind me. I'm just going to spray my legs. By the way, you look kind of sunburned. Are you always this hot? And he said, oh. He said, um, I'm always this hot until my fiance gets back. Then I'm sunburned. <laughs> That's the best. But I was just like showing my girlfriend how easy it is. Yes, and that was a line. That was from Friday Pickup Lines. I was just showing how easy. Like, you know, you've got to get out there and have have some kind of... Anyway, so so people are online dating. If you're online dating, here's the deal. Many times people just speak in... I mean, people call them emojis, but really the emoticons, the different smiley faces... Mm -hmm. And you don't want to start out with, you know, the aubergine, the peach, the squirty water, or the devil right away, okay? I don't even know what half of those mean. The aubergine is the purple eggplant. Yeah. You know what that that is. The peach. The butt. The squirty water. uh, Don't say anything else. Devil. You know? Yeah. Okay, so anyway, here they are. The winking kiss emoji. Is the number one uh, emoticon used by daters? It is that one. Winking All right, kiss. winking okay. kiss. The All runner right. up is the crying while laughing face. I've never used. People use it though. I know yeah. they do. Followed by the happy smile with the um, heart eyes or the star eyes. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Yeah. Yep, I know those. Yeah. I use, I love all three of those. But anyway, there, it, this was conducted by, now I know you might raise your eyebrows, but Seeking oh. Arrangement, a dating site for people looking for sugar daddies. I know you might raise your eyebrow after I gave you all this information geared towards the cheating folks. But just emoji flirting, start out slow. Send the suggestive winking face and see. That's a safe thing to yeah, say. Yeah, before you work up to and your aubergine. And don't spend too much time back and forth. That's Pick up the right. phone and call each other. Pick up the phone other. and call. Thank you, Julia. All right, listen, we got to go. We're way over time on Sex Monday. That I'm no sweet dream, but I'm a hell of a night. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Our favorite headline today, Elton John, celebrating 29 years of sobriety in a very touching post. I was a broken man. I love it. I Really congrats. where Rocket Man ended is where his sobriety started. Yep. So 29 years ago. Also, uh, Brad Pitt in an interview about Once Upon a Time in America, which people are going crazy. They are uh, finding the scene of Brad Pitt shirtless and Thelma and Louise and doing side-by-sides of how Brad Pitt looks very similar 30 years later. I'm telling you what. In Once Upon a Time. I saw that. Donnie, maybe you could post that for us tomorrow. Well, he took okay. his shirt off. Uh-huh. Oh, well, we've seen how lean he, still he is. does it for me. Oh, yeah, he's beautiful. He's, he really still does it for me. Well, they're talking about, uh, you know, the Manson murders and stuff. And at, when asked if anything has rattled Hollywood in a similar way, he said, Our Harvey Weinstein, can I say that? Is that in bad taste? Um, That's true. And, that rattled Hollywood. Yeah, because it was such a open secret. secret. Yep. And it was like, people were like, why the hell did we do that? And then other people were like, oh, I knowingly made that pact with the devil. I'm not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, boy. How about oh, boy. The, how about the uh, uh, Ariana Grande 
uh, getting smart alecky about something that maybe she didn't realize it was about. This is bad. Oh, this yeah. is bad. It's a now deleted Instagram post. Ariana Grande's friend Doug Middlebrook shared a photo of a tabloid news magazine that reported on John Bonet's case with the caption, "No one has done more covers like covers of magazine, like Ariana Grande." Yeah, and Grande. Uh, comment. Did they even know who she was? I don't Probably know. Not. She said, I can't wait for this to be your Halloween look. To which Middlebrook wrote back, working on it already. And people are what? Wait, an eight-year-old girl who was violently killed and strangled and suffocated cannot be anyone's Halloween costume. No, no. I, I wonder if they didn't know who she ignorance. was. Huh? Yeah. It's just ignorance. They had no idea who yeah, she was. I would agree. Because of their yeah. age. Yep. Yeah. Not a clue who that person Jeez, was. Mm-hmm. Someone, someone has stole, hacked Jessica Elba's account, uh, her Twitter account, and then someone else got hacked today. Um, Taraji B. Henson. Well, well, her identity Daddy got hacked. Yeah. David Spade has a new show in Comedy Central that starts tomorrow night, which I'm totally going to watch. Are a half-hour show. I don't believe I love it. him. I think he's funny. He's I into the Bachelorette, you know, because tonight is tonight part is one. It. Yeah, part no, one. Part, part one, one uh, part two. two. Is um, this the one where Luke shows up to the rose Luke ceremony? Luke did it. I think Luke was last week. No, I think they show the preview of that at the Mintel All to tease what's good. He shows up at the final rose ceremony, I think. I don't Again? know. I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I haven't watched it all season, but I've inadvertently become a fan of Hannah because uh, she's just been balls to the wall uh, good. She's kind of cute. People like her. Yeah, she's been good, and she's like put these guys well, in we like place. it. It's the last two weeks, or last two days. It's yeah, perfect time to jump in. I give in. it the full, the full treatment, but I've been watching Mary and Millions. That show's a train wreck. Girls Cruise. Oh um, no, a good one tonight is Sex the, on the Grand Axe Hotel. Grand Hotel. You know what? It's cheesy. I, Are it, you going to drop out? I, you know what? Damien Bashir is acting like he's acting so beneath him. He's so uncomfortable. It's making me uncomfortable. He's so bad as Santiago. The lady from Ugly Betty, that girl, whatever her name she's is. She's very good. She's very good. as a. She's like Erica Kane villain. Santiago has got to go. I'm ready for him to like have a shark accident. He might, because yeah. the sharks are on yeah. the east side of yeah. uh, Florida. He's, Donnie, it's like Demian, but you know, from the bridge. Yeah. He's embarrassed he's in this soap, so he's just giving a subpar oh. acting. Okay, here, I've got oh. something for you. Right. Um this um, Chance the Rapper is yes, expanding like his North, North American uh, tour, and he's going to be at the Excel Center on Tuesday, October 29th. Nice. And tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m., so I just want to remind people, gosh, there's so much good stuff. Yeah, a lot of good music. Mm-hmm. I know Julia wanted people to call in about Cardi B and her, her 50-minute concert. I want to know who went to it and if 50 minutes was enough for you. 15,000 people. It was 50 minutes I enough. Know. Uh, what's his name? Marie Schneider said she could have stretched three of her songs out and it would have given it a full hour, but very impressed with her dancing, her rap skills. She dropped snippets of song, uh, like she dropped snippets of, uh, I think, Prince, I Would Die For You, and True uh, Lizzo, Truth Hurts. Yeah. Dropped a snippet into some of her other songs. Did the splits. Mm-hmm. She had a great blue outfit on. People had fun. For oh, maybe for minutes. her fans, that was enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like sold out. I was like mm-hmm. kind of wishing I was there. 
You know, well, we had a chance, but we didn't look at our email. You know what? That really? is just darn right. Got two us. tickets available happens. on Friday, ah. and I responded too late. Jeez, yep. that's All just right. pathetic. Joyce. Good news. Mm-hmm. Good news for everybody who likes to have the holidays with the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kristen Chenoweth, our little Snapdragon butterfly, is going to be in. Snapdragon <laughs> She's going to be in a new movie called. Does um, she have Lori Loughlin's old job? She no, might, Lori. Not in that movie. A mm-hmm. Christmas love story, mm-hmm. and it's alongside Scott Wolf from Party of Five, oh, Kevin Quinn, him. and Keith Robertson. Yeah, I'll never watch it. She stars as a New York City youth choir director, Catherine, perfect. with that a K, perfect. who must write the title song for the Christmas Eve show, but finds herself distracted when a gifted boy joins her choir. Unbeknownst to her, his father is a widow. Mm-hmm. Those, doesn't that isn't that every story? Mm-hmm. Every movie? it's all the same. No, movie. no, 